Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good evening, it is The Lake Show. I am not Henry Lake. I'm Dave Schwartz in for Henry Lake tonight, kind of in, in from home. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we got it all worked out now. Jonathan Lowe holding things down back at the fort. Thanks for uh, for tap dancing, Jonathan, until we got it all figured out. We've got That's it what I'm figured. here for. Yeah. <laughs> We've got it all figured out. We're tap dancing. Tap dancing. Like the Twins are tap dancing their way through free agency. If you haven't heard yet, they did sign Christian Vasquez today, who is a, uh, well, he's not a backup catcher. He's a starting catcher. He's most likely will be immediately uh, the starting catcher for the Minnesota Twins. Two-time World Series champion. Gets a $30 million contract, which kind of seems like a lot of money, except it's free agency and everything's crazy. Wilson Contreras got a five-year, $87.5 million contract from St. Louis last night. Vasquez, a bit behind that. Some of his best years, not surprising, which often happens with the Twins, some of his best years were a couple years ago. Uh, 2019, had a pretty good season. However, and if you if you listen to or read the comments or hear the fodder on social media, if you like to delve into that, Twins fans are not happy. Why aren't they happy? Because he doesn't pitch. And that's always, this drives me crazy, Jonathan. That's always the battle cry of Twins fans in the offseason. We didn't get a pitcher. We didn't get a pitcher. I'll say two things. One, starting pitchers are very expensive. Keep that in mind, what the Twins are dealing with. But two, a really good catcher can make a pitcher better. And and I'm not going to call Christian Vasquez Joe Maurer. But Joe Maurer was really good at that. You remember? Joe, I mean, Joe Maurer could frame a pitch. It probably was one of the best in the game at it, don't you think? Yeah, he's – I mean, he, you don't get to two World Series being one of the main catchers for that team right? for nothing. And there were, there were thoughts that he was actually going to be the better choice during the World Series, the, the staff, the, the on-air – Broadcast were talking about him maybe being a better option than Martin Maldonado. So if if you pick him up, there's got to be a reason for it. He's got to have some value. He does, and, and I don't think uh, you know. I like Ryan Jeffers. I think a lot of people like Ryan Jeffers, but Ryan Jeffers, uh, this is definitely an upgrade. But you need you know certainly you want to have have two good catchers at every position. They still in this off season though they absolutely have to address the starting pitching. And certainly they're trying to get uh, Carlos Correa back here if they can. Uh, that's going to be a really interesting sell because, as we all know, Scott Boris is his agent, and Scott Boris never makes things easy. Never makes things easy. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good signing. Twins fans are never super excited. I'd love to know how you feel about it out there. Of course, you can always call us, text us. On the city's one plumbing talk and text line, give us a call. Let us let us 
I know what you think. If you if you feel pretty good about this, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. It's six five one four six one nine two two six. We will try to get to calls and texts, etc. As we move throughout the show. Again, Henry Lake is out tonight. I am Dave Schwartz. We have a pretty fun guest lineup tonight for you. At six thirty, Darby Hendrickson, who's a Minnesota Wild assistant coach, is going to join us. In the uh, seven o'clock hour, we will talk to Brent Axe, who is from Syracuse.com. He's a radio show and uh, radio host and a writer there. We'll talk about the Pinstripe Bowl and how excited New Yorkers are about a trip to New York City and going to the Pinstripe Bowl. It's their third time. Syracuse's third time going to the Pinstripe Bowl. So we'll talk to him. And then we will finish off uh, the evening talking with Alec Lewis from The Athletic. The Vikings certainly, boy, they have some work to do. I don't know if you watched that game last weekend, Alec, but man, I, I, I mean, whew, we'll talk to Alec about that. Jonathan, that was that was, you know, and I talked about this. We talked about it Sunday on our show uh, on the huddle with Pete Najeri, and I talked about it yesterday with, with Jason DeRussia on drive time. I was worried about that game. I was worried about what the Lions could do before they ever even took the field. And part of it was because of the fact that the Lions were playing much better football. But And I know you guys talked about this last night. The defense... With all the injuries, the injuries alone scared me about it. Forget about the fact that they're having trouble right now figuring out what they're doing. But to me, the biggest issue on last this past Sunday was the fact that Harrison Smith wasn't in there. You got to have. I mean, you cannot minimize Jonathan what that guy means to your defense. I agree. I think that over time, what you what you learn about the defensive side of football is that if you have a safety that is essential to your attack, that is really doing a great job of quarterback in the offense. Really, you have two quarterback. I'm sorry, the quarterback in the defense. You have yep. two quarterbacks on the defense. You have the middle linebacker, and you have usually your strong safety. And if you don't have that person to lean on in that defensive backfield, it can cause a lot of havoc. It, you don't really see it because the alignments are still there, but the coordination and the, the wherewithal and, and the nose for the, for the play, that goes away. And that's a big thing that you need to replace if yep. a person like a Harrison Smith is out of the lineup. So that... that that cannot be understated how important he is to this defense. He's so good at, at hiding coverages too. I think that's what I've been here. I've heard in the past and seen, and I, I'm not a defensive coordinator. I'm not Ed Donatel. I'll never try to take over for Ed Donatel, but you can tell that he's really good at those things. Cause he gives opposing quarterbacks a lot of fits when they're in there. What, I didn't see Sunday is a whole lot of trouble from Duke Shelley or Cam Dantzler. And I, I'm maybe I'm alone on this, but I'm kind of off the Cam Dantzler train. Haven't been super excited about how he's played this year and, and at times. Um, and I think it's a big deal. And I, what I'm really interested in, and I want to talk to Alec Lewis about this when we talk to him at 8 o'clock in the 8 o'clock hour, is how difficult it is, or isn't for that matter, 
to change a scheme because because clearly this defense needs to make some some changes. Where has Zedarius Smith been? Where has Daniel Hunter been? They're there, but we barely we barely see them. They're barely making an impact. Jared Goff did not look uncomfortable for one second to me last Sunday. Almost not at all. And that's a big deal. And so how tough is it to change a scheme? Clearly, Daniil Hunter, the way he's doing things, the way they're using him right now is not working well. So how do you change that? Can you change that? We'll talk to Alec Lewis about that coming up later in the in the 8 o'clock hour. It's really interesting. They have the the Colts now on a Saturday game, so technically it's a short week. They're uh, they I believe are favorites, right, Jonathan? Are they are they four four and a half point favorites uh, against the Colts here coming up this weekend? Give me a second to look that up. I, I, I believe that's I what it was. I, and I'm not the greatest gambling mind in the world, but I'm I'm fairly certain that yeah, just look at my fantasy team. I'm not very good, but I, I'm fairly certain that they are. A favorite, but it's 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 not by much, and only because the Colts have had such a terrible season. Now they're going back to Matt Ryan, uh, who who is not the Matt Ryan of old. So they got to get pressure on him, and and that has to change. And I do think that I I think it will. I happen to think that Ed Donatell is a guy that's been around a very long time. He knows this game well. He is he, and I'm sure he's getting the message loud and clear. I listened to the press conference yesterday, I believe it was, from Kevin O'Connell when he was asked if he was going to make any changes on the, you know, play calling the defense or anything like that. And if you notice, he said no, but it was like 30 seconds or 40 seconds into his answer. It wasn't an immediate, no, we're not doing that. Forget it. No, it was, you know what, we're always evaluating things, but no, we're not going to make any changes. So to me... That means they had a heart to heart. Kevin maybe said to him, "Ed, you got to change the way you're doing this. This just isn't working. We're not getting the production on these guys that we used to." And yes, they have lots of injuries that they're having to deal with. But still, there's been injuries before, and they've gotten production. And my guess is they had a talk, and he said, "You have to change some things. And if not, or if it doesn't work, then we're going to have to talk about this again." It's it's never it's never good to be called into your boss's office twice. Kevin O'Connell, he's in, he's new school. Maybe he walks to him, but it is interesting. Did you figure that out? Or they, was it a, was it four? I think four and a half points. Uh, four points. They they four are favored points. by four at this at this time. Yeah, and they should be because the Colts are in disarray, absolute disarray. And they went to Jeff Saturday as the head coach, who was coaching high school football. I think. At that point, no, no, he he had coached high school football a few yeah. a few years ago. He was on ESPN. He wasn't <laughs> even coaching at that point. So so it's worse than that. Yeah, he wasn't even coaching anymore. Yep they they basically kind of pulled him in off the street. Well, I suppose if it was you know is it a want ad and and he was the first to answer it or was it was it a uh, it was a, a Facebook uh, event? Do you want to come coach the Colts this Sunday? <laughs> Prerequisites are a pulse, uh, possible playing experience, and uh, analysis analyst experience. They say, Jeff Saturday, you're hired. He was the third comment down. Here's my resume. Jeff Saturday's LinkedIn profile. 
I think they got him off of a TikTok video. They Was that it? A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just what? went to TikTok and were like, oh, that, that dude looks like he knows what he's talking about. Okay. I wonder what Jeff Saturday on TikTok would be like. Probably really boring. I can't imagine he'd be a great follow. <laughs> oh, very interesting. You know, the one other thing that was really interesting to me, and, and you'll have to help me out here, uh, Jonathan, if I get too, if we if we get too long, you just tell me to stop talking because we can talk about this also a little bit later, is, is some of the, the injuries that that have gone on in the NFL. Um, and I don't, I don't want to – you tell me when to stop because I don't want to go too far before we have to break. How are we doing on time here? We're good for the moment. All right, we're good for the moment. So really interesting. We'll, we'll just kind of tease this, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. If you saw this article that the NFL is under some, some fire again for how an injury was handled, this time it was wide receiver Devontae Parker. Uh, he took a hit, showed concussion symptoms. He was wobbly after getting a hit in the first half. I'm reading from a, an ESPN article right now. Uh, and Nelson Aguilar had to signal the officials to stop the game and remove Parker before the next play. I, I do have some strong feelings on this and what this means for the league and the sport and, and how they need to fix it. But I, I want to make this point now, and then we can talk again about it later because we talked a little bit about this on Sunday. The Vikings last Sunday chose to not put Christian Derrissaw in the lineup. And they absolutely needed Christian Derrissaw in the lineup. They did. But they made the decision not to because he was coming off concussion protocol. He was cleared, but he wasn't 100% ready yet. And so they said, you know what? Your, your health is more important than the long-term success of our team, or, or maybe in this case, the short-term success of our team. And I commend them for that because that's not an easy decision to make, especially when you see, I think Cousins was sacked three more times uh, last week. He's up to 33, and everybody knows there he's one bad hit or one really tough hit away from this season goes very south in a hurry without Kirk Cousins. But they made that decision because it was for best for his health. So, so I commend the Vikings – even though I'll probably rip them at some point over the course of the next two and a half hours. But I commend them for that decision because because the only way change happens is if you're the one, the first one to step up and say, I, I'm not going to, we're not going to play you, Christian. We need you, but we're not going to play you. So kudos to them because other teams in the NFL, and, and it was a split second decision, but other teams in the NFL don't always do that. And we're seeing it now. We've seen it with Devontae Parker. It happened earlier in the season with Tua when he got hurt. And so kudos to them for making the right decision. Coming up next, we have a special guest, Darby Hendrickson, who is the assistant coach for the Minnesota Wild and the one man that can make a hockey jersey still look tight in his biceps. We will talk to him next about how the Viking season is going, uh, excuse me, how the Wild season is going and where it's going. That's coming up next on The Lake Show. Dave Schwartzen for Henry Lake. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to The Lake Show. 635, Dave Schwartz in for Henry Lake tonight. We're going to turn our gaze here to the Minnesota Wild, who beat the Edmonton Oilers last night. Darby Hendrickson is the assistant coach for the Minnesota Wild and, frankly, one of my good friends who I've known for many years. So, of course, I was going to call you to come on the show tonight. Darby, how are you? Thank you for taking some time to join me tonight. I'm good, Dave. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Man, it's always a pleasure. It has been fun uh, to watch this team this year. You managed to shut down Connor McDavid tonight or last night, which (laughs) that's not any small feat. Uh, One of the best pure scorers in the game. How did you manage to, to keep him off the score sheet last night? Well, I think he had scored in, in seven straight games, I believe. And, and and obviously, you know, you come into a game and they have the number one power play um, unit in the league. So it is definitely a focal point to stay out of the penalty box. And we, you know, we were we were in the penalty box early. So we, we definitely had a good penalty kill. We made a challenge that didn't work on interference. Um, so we had to kill another one, which was really big for us. But um the biggest thing when you play against a guy like that is um, he has so much speed. Power play would be number one, um, but we got through that and just odd man stuff. And it's just managing. It's knowing when a guy like that's on the ice where you you don't take that extra chance. You're smart because w- with one second or one wrong pass or a hoper or a, a play that's not there, uh, he turns it and goes and his line mate, Leon Dreisel, pretty good too. So, um, you know, we, we got through it. I would say that a two one game against, um, two of the top scorers in the league was 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 a positive for us, and for sure to come home after a long road trip and get a W was was important. Darby Hendrickson, assistant coach from Minnesota Wild, joining us right now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Darby, as it sits today, you guys are third in the Central. Uh, certainly uh, not bad, but not where you want to be. But it seems like this team has taken a turn. Do you feel that? Does the locker room feel that that things are starting to go in the right direction again? I think we do, um, you know, but the, the challenge in this league is there's so many close games and there's so many teams that are, you know, just battling. We, we just came from the road. We played Vancouver. Um, we played Edmonton and you mentioned, um, well, you mentioned Edmonton, but Calgary as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you're geared up to find results every game and, and it's hard. And uh, there's just little things I mentioned specialties, um, you know, just getting scoring from different lines, getting your defensemen involved in that part, but also defending well. Um, and it's a challenge every night, but we we feel good the last two games. At the end of our road trip, we beat Vancouver, which was important. So we had that kind of longer 
even though it was spread out, we finished two and two. Um, so it wasn't terrible. We'll take that. And then coming home, just important to kind of get back, get our, get our, our focus, get our, our game in the right direction. And, and um, you know what? Edmonton beat us a week ago. So to, to beat them 2-1, as you mentioned, with good players, it was a positive. One player that I, I'm just so in awe of and, and I love watching, a young kid, Matt Boldy, 6'2", 201 pounds. He's already got 21 points this season. Has he, I guess it's hard to ask if he's exceeded your expectations, but but is he moved along faster than you thought he would? Certainly the end of last season, he played well, but my goodness, he has just transformed this year when you see him on the ice. Yeah, special kid. Um, and I just say as a person, he's humble. He, you know, he wants to get better and he's learning. And, you know, in, in, in year two, um, last year, you know, he was down in Iowa. Um, you know, he had high ankle sprain. He missed time with injury and just, just getting on track for him. He was producing there, which I think is important for a lot of young players. Where you get that time and you, you, you play every night. You play in every situation. Um, last year with our Freddie Gaudreau and, um, you know, Kevin Fiala line, it was just a really good mix. They, they had, you know, if, if, you, if you didn't go against Carol Caprizov, Zuccarello, and Hartman, you had them. And uh, we had the Eck line in between. So it was like really good opportunity for him. But you could see special talent. You could see his work ethic. I think as the year goes and, you're, you're, you, know, you're, you know, your expectations are higher coming and you want to produce more. And, and he's learning, I think, the consistent part. But he, he has such good vision. He pucks, prote- protects the puck incredibly well. Uh, but he's got such a good shot. So it's like um, you want him to shoot more. And um, when he does that, it's a good thing. But he sees the ice ball, and you want him to make those plays too. But just a, a wonderful kid and not a kid anymore, but just a, a big part of our team. That's Darby Henderson joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, another nice kid that we've seen the last couple games, Sammy Walker, local Minnesota kid, former gopher, had a really great game the other night. Has, has really you know, admitted he had some – maybe some nerves and some jitters that first night. But, boy, he, he looked like the stage wasn't too big for him last night, Darby. Did, did you get that same reaction watching him out there? He did great. Um, coming into Vancouver, you know, we obviously saw him in training camp, and we went to Chicago to watch the Prospects Tournament, and obviously he's played at University of Minnesota. So we, we've seen him, we're aware of him, but just the pro game, you know, how he would adjust. And obviously down in Iowa, he has adjusted very well. And, um you know, he, it was a good signing for us. We're glad he chose us. He, um, you know, leading scorer, point guy down there, and just consistent every night. And um, obviously happy for him to get this opportunity. I think when he, when you come in, um, you know, you want to keep your game simple and all that. But he played great in Vancouver. Um, he played on a line with Boldy Gaudreau, and I, I think there was good chemistry. Like he, those are two good guys that are going to make you feel comfortable right away. Um, but just. Looked like he's quick. He's got a, a good like first step. He, like when he's in the corner with the puck, he he, he can beat a guy quickly. Um, but in his first two games, he got an assist. Um, he almost scored in Vancouver. Um, and if if in the first five minutes last night, if he didn't go to his backhand, he might have got his first pro goal. But um, <laughs> really good kid and um, happy for him too. It's a neat story. And that can be that story that you speak of. He's a Minnesota kid. Played here. Played college here. But. I've often heard athletes who are from Minnesota that playing in Minnesota can be tough. Not not just hockey, because I, I remember talking about other, you know, Zach Preezy about it when he was here. Joe Maurer uh, used to talk about the pressure of playing in Minnesota when you're from Minnesota. You played for Minnesota being from Minnesota. H- how difficult is that? What are those those non-tangible things that, that kind of weigh on you as a Minnesota-born player 
playing hockey in Minnesota professionally? Yeah, I just think you have pride. You want to be good. Um, I, I still think back to the expansion with the Wild, and, and I was in Vancouver, and I was very content to be there. And when you got picked, I'm like, oh, um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, how's this going to be? But I, but I, I'm very thankful. Um, it's hard to describe on the, on the good side too. Yeah, there there might be challenges or demands or different things because you're from here. But the, but the neatest thing in the world is to um, you know walk in the XL Energy Center and you're from Minnesota and play for the, the Minnesota Wild. On, on the flip side, you want to be a good teammate. You want to produce. You want to be good. And uh, but it's special too. And um, you know, yeah, there might be some extra tension here there. But at the end of the day. If you're a good teammate and, and you're doing your job, um, there's nothing better. You guys take on to host Detroit tomorrow night, 630 at the XL Energy Center. I have to ask you this before I let you go. The whole bit with Dean, every time you win, coming at and like punching you and jumping on you, where does that come from? Shouldn't he pick someone better to pick a fight with after a game than you? You're the <laughs> no, one I guy on the bench I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't mess with him either. Uh, <laughs> no, Dean, Dean's. Dean will tell you. I mean, I think he played north of 800 games in NHL, but he, he's very proud. He had over a thousand penalty minutes. He, he, you know, he was a feisty, tough player. Um, but I, I think it's just part of his personality. When he came in, I think it was one of our early years. We were in overtime, and maybe one of our trainers, Tony DaCosta, got the the brunt of it. And then, uh, but I, I would say this: we've all taken our our punch or our, our you know whatever. But he loved that passion and. Um, that's Dean. He brings it. He shows it. And um, that's what makes it fun to work with him every day. Darby, I appreciate the time, buddy. Thanks so much, and good luck uh, with Detroit tomorrow night. Thanks, Dave. Look forward to seeing you at the ring. Sounds good. Darby Hendrickson, assistant coach for the Minnesota Wild. Appreciate his time as the uh, the Wild do host the Detroit Red Wings tomorrow night. In a good spot right now, too. I mean, certainly uh, third in the Central with some games coming up here against Chicago, Ottawa at home before they take a break and head back out to California to take on Anaheim and San Jose. A lot of the hockey season left to be played. A lot left to be played. All right, we will step aside and take a quick break. I want to dip our toes into the college football water here uh, just a little bit after this. We'll talk about Mike Leach, who passed away today uh, at the age of 61, an absolute coaching football legend But I learned something about him that I never knew before, and I'll talk to you about that coming up next on The Lake Show on CCO Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. 
the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Darby Hendrickson, great stuff. Uh, I've I've known, you know, full disclosure, I've known Darby Hendrickson for a very, very long time uh, through my various work in television. Uh, his work and what they do with the Hendrickson Foundation, his brother Danny and their whole family, they do great, great things. If you're, if you're not familiar with the Hendrickson Foundation and what they do, uh, look them up. They, they really do wonderful, wonderful things by bringing hockey to everybody uh, for um, those with disabilities, uh, military veterans. Uh, they just do great things. The Hendrickson Foundation is fantastic, and I've thoroughly enjoyed being involved with them over the years. So today, uh, we lost a college football legend. Mike Leach passed away at the age of 61. He had um, a – I forget the terminology of what they used, but it was something – uh, personal with his heart uh, that happened. It, it, they didn't say what it was. Obviously, you can make your own assumptions. But as I was doing some research today and looking around, reading about Mike Leach, Mike Leach's um, rants, if you haven't, go find yourself a corner and get uh, on YouTube and watch some of Mike Leach's fantastic rants over the years. It was, it was great. He's he's second to none, maybe only to Bobby Knight when you think about great coaches uh, in, in terms of and their, uh, just where they can take things. That has nothing to do with the sport that they're coaching. And, and Mike Leach did that a lot. I was watching a story that aired on 60 Minutes uh, back in 2009. It's really interesting to me. Mike Leach never played college football. He was a lawyer. Did you know that, Jonathan? He, was, he never actually played college football. I, th- I might have heard that yeah. before, but I didn't get refreshed on that until today. I've heard it about it today that he got his law degree from Pepperdine. Yeah. A very, very smart guy. And, and by the way, proof that you can coach the game without playing the game, which I think is, you know, at least at a high level. They made a point in the story that I thought was, was really interesting. And if you look at his stops and where he went from Texas Tech uh, and, and Washington and Mississippi State, they made a really great point when he was in Texas at Texas Tech, and they said he re- can recruit with the big boys on a mid-sized budget. And how difficult that is and how impressive it is that he was able to build a powerhouse in a, it, it, with, it, with Graham Harrell and um, – oh, I'm going to forget the other names. Of the, there's, uh, <laughs> he's the coach of the Arizona Cardinals now. Help me out. Um, Cliff Kingsbury. Thank you, Cliff Kingsbury. And and he was able, you know, they, they were known, they threw the ball 50, 60 times a game. I swear, I, I don't know how Graham Harrell's arm didn't fall off uh, during those seasons. But how difficult it could be to recruit in a state where you are literally always second and maybe sometimes third to Texas, probably to Texas A&M, and then it's Texas Tech. I mean, you have to be so good at selling your program and selling who you are. Now, to be fair, and, and I worked, I covered, I worked down there for a while in Shreveport, Louisiana, and and there are, there were a number of kids that I covered who 
would go play at Texas, who took their scholarship to play at Texas, even though they knew they were never going to see the field. I I remember a, a young man who was a running back down there, and he decided to go to Texas anyway, even though he was going to sit behind three guys. And he never played, never played a down of football at Texas. Never. He could have gone to A&M, probably could have gone to Texas Tech, probably could have gone to any of the surrounding schools, and, and probably had a pretty decent shot. But he was like, I'm going to Texas, I want to be a Longhorn, and that's it. So for Mike Leach to be able to, to do that, and and there are a lot of, and I know the point, the other side of this, is that there are a lot of really good football players in Texas, and that even if you're getting the fourth string guy for the Texas Longhorns, he's still he's still pretty good. But I always look this, I look at a you know nearby situation, look at Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech was never a powerhouse. They absolutely cannot get out of the shadow of LSU. Everybody wants to go to LSU. So for him to do that and to and to kind of take Texas Tech, because I, I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember a ton about Texas Tech before Mike Leach got there. Do you? No, um, they weren't really. I, and, and to be honest, you could say Texas Tech might even be the third, the fourth or fifth option in that state. Yeah. Because you have Baylor. Now, Baylor was, a, was an also-ran was a was a Drek program for a long period of time, mm-hmm. but but now you'd have to say they're higher up in the pecking order than Texas Tech. You'd have to say TCU with their run in the mid majors and now in the Big Twelve is yep. maybe a more desirable location than Texas Tech. The only reason I think SMU isn't in that conversation is because they had the death penalty and they've never oh, recovered from it. That's the truth. Isn't that the truth? And by the way, I do want to correct one thing. Uh, if if anybody out there in the in, in the stratosphere that I know hears this, uh, and I don't correct this, they will kill me. He coached at Washington State, not Washington. Did I say Washington, Washington State? Thank you, Washington State. I, li- I lived in that area right. of the country for four years, and and know a lot of Cougars. And uh, yep, trust me, they they would get at me if I did not correct that. I appreciate it. Thank you for the correct. Yes, Washington State, and. Another place, probably. You know, I mean, look at that, right? Great point. How difficult is it to recruit at Washington State in Washington when you have Washington right there? I would imagine you probably you know this better than me. I would imagine Washington is where any really decent football player in the state, if they want to go in state, goes. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really two options for D1 programs: Washington and Wazoo. Um, yeah, and if and if they're good enough and they really want to leave the the state lines go south of the Columbia River. Oregon is not that far away. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, so there, that recruiting is even tougher. Yeah, I just it, it's it's we lost a legend, man. And I know, you know, he's he's had his ups and downs, and he said some things he shouldn't, and maybe sometimes he just said things that people didn't want to hear, but they should hear. Still sad to know. Still sad to hear that Mike Leach uh, passed away. At 61 years old, we got a piece of him, but didn't get uh, as much as we could. So that's uh, it for our first hour in the books. And I didn't call us the huddle once. I'm pretty happy about that. It is the Lake Show. Henry Lake, not in tonight. I am Dave Schwartz filling in. We'll see you again on the other side of this break on CCO Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t